Hey there, this is Trudy here from Indigo Grace and you are listening to the Sacred Sound podcast. It is absolutely wonderful to have you join me here on the podcast, but there are a host of other ways that you can also keep up with me. You will find me on Facebook at Indigo Grace with Trudy Core. You'll find me on Instagram at Indigo Grace IRL. You can also access my website at www.indigograce.com where you will find lots and lots of resources, information to help you make spirituality more practical, easy, accessible and fun. My mission in life is to help empower other like-minded people to be more spiritual, to be as normal as can be and to enjoy the journey as a whole. So I'm really glad you are joining me here on the podcast and I'm excited to share today's episode with you. Hey everyone, it's Trudy here. It's been such a long time since I recorded a podcast, but by popular demand, you guys have voted for it and it is now back. And I'm really excited to be back here with you today. Um, And let me give you a little bit of a brief overview as to why there has been no podcast for a very long time. Um, Back in May 2019, I took a big, huge jump, I suppose, in life and decided to open up my shop. Um, So the shop has been open since May, the end of May 2019, and here we are now in January 2020, and it's still going really strong. Lots of other things have happened as well. Um, You know, I trained as a a crystal healer, and that's now a new service that I offer alongside of angel card readings and stuff like that. We're still still teaching away, still teaching spiritual development and still in the soul sanctuary and all of those things that I was doing before. Um, but yeah, life has kind of jumped and <laughs> there's been a lot of really amazing changes and I'm very excited to finally feel a little bit settled down with these changes and in the right headspace to come back with this podcast and to be able to connect with you in another way. So super excited to be here today. Um, Today's podcast is going to be about my analogy of anxiety. This is how I view anxiety to be or how I explain it to others to be. I want you to think a little bit about it like this. If every thought worry, stress that you have creates an electrical charge in your body. So there's a current running around and every thought, worry or stress that you have adds to that current. And so the the electricity running within you gets more powerful and more powerful. And if we think about a plug, you know, what connects your, your kettle to the electricity supply or your laptop or your phone to be charged, a plug. If we think about that, in a plug, there's a thing called an earth. And that earth stops the electricity from surging through that plug and destroying your device devices. I cannot speak today. Um, so yeah, you are like a plug. <laughs> you have got this electricity running through you, this strong current that gets added to and added to and added to by day-to-day life, stresses, strains, and so on. So if you do not, ground that electricity you end up with a surge so in real life terms that leads to burnout that leads to exhaustion mental breakdown 
whatever it may be. But there is a way to relieve some of the stress, the worry, the, the electricity that's in your body. And that is to ground yourself. And it is important that you ground every single day and as often as you need to. And often or not, we overlook that. So what is grounding? Grounding is effectively a way to connect to the Earth's energy. What it does is it helps to keep you present, focused. It helps to um, reduce disease in the body. It helps to reduce inflammation in the body. And it helps us to feel really like we are in the moment, we're present and uh, we're able to have a better attention span for it. We feel more secure because of it. It has so, so many benefits. I often meet people who are suffering with, um, you know, fibromyalgia or um, arthritis in different forms and things like that. And they find that grounding really does benefit them and the symptoms of their illnesses or disease that they're feeling within their body. And it obviously does help with many other um, illnesses as well. So it's not a cure. It is simply a way to reduce the symptoms or the pain or whatever it may be that you are feeling. And it's also a way to reduce the symptoms of anxiety um, that you may be feeling in your life. So there are different ways that you can ground. Um, my favourite one is a roots of a tree exercise, which I will record in a whole separate podcast just so that you can tune into it and listen to it on its own. Um, other ways are putting your focus on your feet. And your feet, you know, generally when you put your focus on them, they'll feel really loose and light. But maybe if you just spend a moment rocking back and forth on your feet, or maybe if you spent a moment you know, just having a little dance around your kitchen if you're in a private space or if you're a great dancer in a public space. Um, or you can go for a little walk. Now, a lot of people that I meet tell me that there used to be a time in their life where they'd walk around barefoot and now they don't do that anymore. They wear slippers and socks and shoes. And see, this is the thing. We used to be, as a human race, we used to be very grounded we used to live in the moment. We used to be very practical people who would get on with things. And the reason for that being is because we didn't wear shoes all of the time. We were very much connected to the Earth's energy. We also worked outside a lot more. We didn't have buses, cars, bikes, trains to be driving around in. And we didn't um, swim in chlorinated swimming pools. Instead, we swam in lakes and rivers and we walked or we were connected with animals for tr means of transport. So what's effectively happened over a very long period of time is that as technology gets better and better and our options are more wider and wider, we rely less on Mother Nature and less on the Earth to provide for our needs and more on science and research and things like that. We're surrounded with Wi-Fi devices, Bluetooth devices. We're surrounded with telephone masts and things. And I'm not going to get like super woo-woo about it. And I'm not one of those people who wears the tinfoil hat. But we are surrounded with a lot of electromagnetic stresses in our day-to-day -day lives. And we are not discharging that electromagnetic stress. 
So grounding is a way that you can release that buildup of that electricity that's surging through your body, which makes your mind race, which makes your heart rate race, which makes your adrenaline pump. And it is important that we start to ground. And the easiest and simplest way to do that is to stand outside barefoot for five minutes of a morning. Start your day with it. Bring your cup of tea or your cup of coffee with you. Just be in the moment with it. Be mindful of what's going on. Take a look at the clouds, the sky. Is there birds about? What colour is your grass, the leaves on your trees, etc. You know, just be there in the moment with your cup of tea, your cup of coffee, whatever it is that you enjoy of a morning, barefoot in the grass. And you will find that that has a profound effect on your everyday life. It will take a little bit of time you know, for you to know is the difference, but it's definitely worth doing. For children, and I meet so many people who tell me that they have got children in their life who are anxious, I always suggest getting them out at the weekends. You know, we've made kids' lives so busy running from activity to activity. Like us, they're in cars, buses, trains and bikes and all of that. Um, like us, they're surrounded with devices. They might not necessarily have a device themselves, but we do, or we have Wi-Fi in the home, and they're surrounded with that. And also, um, we have given children devices. Not everybody has, and I know that. And we are allowing them to access a whole world of information and whatnot. And their minds are so super busy. So getting them out for a walk at the weekends is a really great way to reduce the anxiety in their body. And also, throughout the week, if you find they are struggling, get them to pot plants. Effectively get seeds and little planting containers and some compost and get them to pot plants. And you'll find as they do that they feel more able to open up about what it is that they're feeling. And another tip that I have for children is getting them to draw what's on their mind. Children are not the best communicators often about what's going on. Um, they don't often know where pain is in the body. They don't often know how to explain what they're feeling. They just know that something is wrong. So if you find you have a child that's anxious, getting them to express it. Words might not be the simplest way to, for them to do it, but certainly some form of creativity. Maybe they can show you with their Lego. Maybe they can draw or paint you a picture of what it is that they see in their mind or they feel in their heart or their body. And it will really help to open up the conversation with children about what's going on with them. Once it's open, you as an adult can validate their fears and their worries and you can make them feel safe again. Often or not, these little tips, you know, and some people will say they're really simple and I don't think that would work, are a fantastic way to get the conversation flowing. It's up to you then as the adult to judge what they need from there on out. So there are my little things, um, my analogy of anxiety and my little toolkit of things that I do and I advise people to do in their lives um, to help reduce the symptoms and the strain of anxiety it is becoming an epidemic and we do have to kind of look around and wonder why our environment has changed so much. Um, you know, the way we live our lives has changed massively over a very long period of time um, and we're living in a different world. So we need to adapt to that different world and we need to find tools that help us to really stay present and focused and in the moment. I hope that they help you. Have a wonderful day, whatever it is that you may be doing. Take care and I'll catch you on the next episode.
Before you go, I am super excited to share with you that from next Monday, the 20th of January, right here on the podcast, I am going to be hosting my free Manifest Magic Challenge. I love this challenge. And the reason I love this challenge is because it's going to help you to open your mind to new possibilities, to doors opening. It's going to break down old blocks, inherited ways of thinking, um, conditioned ways of thinking that we may be stuck on. And it's going to help you to manifest whatever you want into your life. So what that means is that by using the five steps that I share with you over the five days that it's going to run for, you will be able to use the law of attraction You will understand how to break down belief systems and you will be able to bring forward into your life anything that you desire. I've used this many times and I've used it with many people many times and it's always had amazing results. So I'm super excited to be sharing it here live on the podcast with you. Look forward to seeing you then. Bye bye.